Welcome to episode 25 of the Zone Talk podcast. I'm your host, Jamel, and I'm back with a full squad. We have full strength. Yeah. Yeah. Back we got in the house. Exactly. We got Nap, Devon, Rashad, and Donovan. Yeah, it's a blessed day for y'all. Donovan oh, back from the yam. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. Coming back from Miami. Miami. You know, my, my man got here literally like an hour ago. Ready to pod. Had to. You feel me? Or it came, Locked and loaded for this week. Or it came with a hula hoop and everything. My man's ready to go. Um, he came with a Hawaiian shirt even though he wasn't even in Hawaii. He's three shades darker. Uh, what else? What's, what else is going on with you? He's better than us. You're not Donovan. You're Donovan. 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 No, no. He's just Dodon. 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 Oh, yeah. That's it. Dodon. <laughs> I had to get my shit off down there for a little bit. Go see, uh, go see Javi. Javi, Javi. Shout out to Javi. Oh, shout out to Javi. Yeah, man. Day one, for sure. Uh, but you enjoyed your trip? Yeah, man. It was a vibe. I'm moving. Oh yeah. Nah, I'm off this. <laughs> <laughs> it does that to you the first yeah, time, for real. Yeah, I like it. I like it. But uh, let's get started uh, into what's going on in the NFL. Uh, but first, I, w- I was thinking, you know, there are a good amount of states uh, without NFL teams. Um, specifically, there are 26 states without an NFL team. Uh, and I was thinking, you know, if you had the chance, you were, you know, a multi-million dollar mogul. A couple of bees yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there a multi-billion dollar mogul? Yeah, probably. All right, there's multiple. Yeah. Absolutely. But anyway, if you were one of those guys, <laughs> right, right. what state... Uh, do you think would be a good place for an NFL team of the remaining states that are left? You can give us a quick rundown. Yep. So we got the list right here of the 26 states. I'll go in order. Uh, we got Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, New Hampshire, New Mexico, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Oregon, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. That was a mouthful. There's definitely some teams on there or states on there you can just cross off, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) We about to lose mad mad subscribers. (laughs) Nah, but but, I'm going to keep it a buck. Alaska, it's a shame, man. If you're a fan in Alaska, you got to be realistic. Hold on. on. We definitely got listeners in Alaska. But I'm just saying they We've had a listener in Alaska since episode three. That's crazy. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Specifically. But nah. Come to the 48. Now, the first one that's like appealing that pops out is easily Hawaii. Like, I feel well, like I every team in the league would accept that too. Like, want to go to Hawaii for at least yeah. one game out of the year. They also they have Pro Bowls there. Yeah, too. they go for the yeah. And, yeah, I, they do and have I feel like there. I feel like the the league could schedule games around teams going to Hawaii because everybody would want to go there, and yeah. it could be like a whole like you know Word. weekend type thing where you're still preparing for football, but it's still like you're in a great environment while you're there. Imagine you an NFL team and you you on your schedule, you see uh you you playing in Hawaii against a team, then you got a bye week right after. 
Come on now. <laughs> and you're a young buck on the team, don't you? Yeah, I'm <laughs> if I'm an old head on the Word, team, young buck, old head, I'm gonna have wifey. I'm gonna have wifey meet me down there. I'm gonna have. I might have the, the family meet me down there. We all enjoy this excursion. <laughs> nah, but Hawaii, I think Hawaii would be dope. And I feel like that could build like some type of like market out there for like, you know, they they have football out there and they have like a good, they have a Pac-12 college team. So, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It'd be good to like, you know, maybe get some professional. Hawaiians and Samoans are some big dudes, bro. Like, like. Yeah. You know, a lot of people can't recruit over there because they can't make it there because the trip's expensive. <laughs> so it's like, you know, yeah, they that, could, they could, the, you know, could the, be missing out on a lot over there. That's the only thing that I think about when you talk about putting a team all the way out there is like, how much money can you realistically make? Yeah, like them, sh- them flights not cheap. But you got to <laughs> think about it this way: you have an entire island that's going to be behind one team. Oh yeah, think for about sure. it that. Like you know, uh, granted there'll be people who have their team. It's like it's like the it's like the Raptors in basketball. Exactly. exactly. It's like you represent the whole country. And look where shit. look where they're at at this point. You Facts. know what I mean? I think when I was looking at, it, I kind of not that I've ever been out there. I like the idea of putting another team on near the West Coast down in New Mexico. Honestly, there's not much going on in New Mexico, <laughs> but I know like New Mexico. Team, it'd be hot. That would be, be that would be pretty interesting. New Mexico, I mean, that's a that's a nice little low key state, especially if you want to, you know, you get your bang for your buck over you there. I mean? Everything is cheap. Um, you know, I'm sure there's tax advantages living in New Mexico. Yeah, bro. Um, so that's that's and a nice mad low key spot out there. Yeah, and in a lot of different areas too. There's um there's some nice parts of New Mexico. A lot of just barren land, but could you guys could you guys see another team up here in the in the New England area? Not like, in the New England area, but I could see a team like along the East Coast. Like maybe like well, another one that stood out to me was like Virginia. I I could see maybe may I mean, but that would be like three teams just in that DMV area, yeah. which I think it would be like pretty cool. Smooth, yeah. You know what I mean? Like not not too bad. Um Rashad, you'd be down there every Rashad other weekend. Would, yeah, Rashad would be down there. <laughs> it don't there. matter what team at that point. And that like Virginia is just like getting them to a little bit better weather further down. Like, you oh, know, yeah. it's like Word. right in that middle area where it's like, all right, like this is where it's like really starts being nice weather all the time. Like Yo, Jamel, you were getting you were giving Bama some love earlier. What's up with them? Would you put a team there? Man, I wouldn't because after thinking about it. Look, I think Alabama should have a football team, but they have a football team. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so they have, that means a lot they, more. Yeah, they don't even now. Just thinking about what Alabama think does, it would like be hard for an NFL. Yeah, of an NFL team to be <laughs> exactly, like, right, bro. No, this is the professional team of Alabama. Yeah, like if, if y'all don't come out, they would get shitted Super on. Bowls, if if they don't perform, they they'd be right. like, no, nah, our college team better. Than, why am I like, going to see yeah, y'all? Literally, I can imagine it already. Like, yeah, that would be really competitive between Alabama college teams against. A new Alabama pro team. I mean, obviously the pros would be pros, but like Alabama's a factory, and I—that's a good point because I was thinking about Alabama being a good place to add a, a NFL team, but just for the simple fact that they do have like such a powerful fandom behind Alabama Crimson Tide. Like, yeah, if they didn't have that, I'd honestly say yeah, but they have that. But and like, plus, you could also plus say group. that you know the Crimson Tide fans could hop along back bandwagon, but it's like they need to perform because they're. Yeah, they too used they, to winning. Yeah. though. it's not. But even if you're not a Crimson Tide fan, you're you're 
a war eagle fan. Yeah. <laughs> so war like eagle. it really it really don't matter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the other thing. So I, I think another wow. sleeper could be um, potentially Kentucky. That's a good. That's a good one. You want to know why? Go ahead. Because people in Kentucky, I only know this because I have friends and family friends who live in Kentucky. Um, shout out to the Mobleys. Um, they. They are split between two teams, so they're in between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Tennessee Titans. So, like, there's a fair split between if you're a yeah. that fan or that fan, and like that even works like into Kentucky. So, like, you know, like if you're from like Northern, you're probably more of a Cincinnati fan. If you're from Southern, you're probably more of a Tennessee fan. But I think giving them a team would kind of, you know, Kentucky really gets behind like their basketball team and college and stuff like that. And it seems like they're really passionate about like sports in that whole state. So I don't know. I thought that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, New Hampshire, you're not getting no teams. <laughs> it's crazy because the, the, like, the, the crib getting no love. Dog. Y'all are y'all are ungrateful up there. Thinking of teams that like I would put one in is a lot harder than thinking of teams I like places I wouldn't put a team. Like Idaho, no. Wyoming, no. no. <laughs> I mean, like Maine, like who's going to Maine? To like yeah. watch the NFL football. And, and you gotta make sure it's like an appealing place for yeah, like, like where you can make money. Like yeah. you know, like are you, why would you start an NFL franchise if it's gonna be a small market franchise like, yeah, like, right now? That would not be a good idea to start start a small market franchise in the NFL. Like that just if you're me... a team, you if you're a team, you should be going to like a big like one like a big city like I don't know. Yeah, like the most recent move, like the Las Vegas Raiders. Like exactly. that's tough. Like I like the concept of the Oakland Raiders. I was like, dang, hate to see him go, but Las Vegas is dope. Like the Vegas Raiders, like now I literally want to go there just to see them play yeah. in that, that that just makes Fair me to think say, like, like if you put a team in certain locations, it's like I wouldn't be dying to go there. Like Yeah. Like I've another place like you mentioned, Don, like New Mexico, like that place is like up and coming, I would suppose, like because honestly I don't really know much about much going on in New Mexico, but right. if there was a team there, if there was like a whole said, team, man, I, I think I'm going to New Mexico next summer. Like, got to see what it's about. Right. What are you saying, Rashad? Um, it just makes me think of like, all right, well, these teams, like these states and towns, like, like not ideal locations. But then, I think about the teams, the towns and states that do have professional teams. Like, I hear, well, based off of what I hear, like Cleveland, I heard there's not like much to do in Cleveland. Um. And then, like, Indiana or Indianapolis, like, you know, if they're able to do it, then that'd be potentially. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, I haven't been to either of those places, but I just hear, like, I don't know, like, oh, there's not much to do there, or this is like. I vouch for the small towns, man. Well, the thing thing about those guys, too, though, like, those are historic. Like, they've been, like, they've been here from the jump. Those are, like, like, the first eight teams in. In fo- professional football, yeah. <laughs> like football was popping in the Midwest, like yeah. before yeah. it was like everywhere else. Hey man, maybe one day we'll get a another Houston Texans, Connecticut. No, <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of no's here. Port, 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 Port Connecticut, low key, Portland, low key got Portland, Oregon, say Oregon, man, Portland? Oregon might be the state that could uh. Too much rain. They, they have Nike. a whole rain. They season. do have a lot of rain. They got Nike, Southern Oregon. They got to go Southern they Oregon. Nike. They got um, Nike. I bet, well, I bet Nike well, the whole league, the whole that. league's Nike now, so it doesn't really like, matter. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's even more of a case for. I mean, if they got Nike, then it's kind they of. They got like, the Drake video. 
so now so thing. now everybody wants to go <laughs> listen um, get our homies. Drink effect. Drink effect. <laughs> well this will never happen um <laughs> none of these teams none of these states will ever get an nfl team in my own opinion uh just not enough money to be made there and that's what the nfl is about making money do you think that if they had to add one they'd have to add two if they had to add a team, do you think they'd have to add two to even it out? Because at that point, they'd be like 30 what? That's 31? a good question. But or 33? 33 teams. I would, I would teams. hope they add two. Because what were they doing before kinda, the Texans got here? There was they no... They probably went 15 and 16. There's probably like a division with five. Yeah, that's very interesting. I didn't even think about what we did before the Texans or got did, here. Yeah, I don't even know. Or did the Texans become... Or was another franchise like just taken over by the Texans? Yeah. The Oilers. Yeah, there was a Houston Oilers before. Oh, you know what this conversation reminds me of in Madden franchise, bro? Like <laughs> at some point they give you an opportunity to like move the team. And one time I moved the team to Brooklyn. And they were the, they were the Brooklyn Beats, bro. And like I remember in Madden, so the Brooklyn Beast, no nah, Beats. <laughs> oh, Beats. The early the early Maddens, you're able to like make your own team and then do like a add all your players. Yeah. I had like the Fet like the Fenway like something. <laughs> yeah, nah, the, you could do you could do some stuff back in the day with Madden. <laughs> I actually used to force it with Madden when I was in. I don't even know why I'm saying this, but when I was at Stonehill. I made an entire Madden 09 team of all Stonehill football players. Yo, that was my favorite thing to do. (laughs) And it was every by position. I was like, yo, I'm grading you accurately, bro. Like, (laughs) you were 78, you were 78. If you were 85, you were 80. I wasn't no 98. How much time did that take? You was really looking at the team. What rating did you give yourself, Jamal? Oh, I think I was like. Like a eighty, just like yeah, just eighty cool. development prospect that you know hurt his knee and you know couldn't really get <laughs> off the ground. I'm not even gonna lie, me and my me and my boy Quay after uh, after probably right when we got back from Christmas break, probably like our sophomore year, he had Xbox 360 at the on campus. Xbox. And he had the um he had NCAA, so like we would go in his room and like he had two controllers, so we would both play. A whole, we created the whole team together, <laughs> uh, like our whole roster, and then we made a whole another team of updated rosters that we played with, like the UMass Amherst team, yeah. and we just rocked out with them. And we, I would just play receiver, he played quarterback, and then we both played defense. Oh, the whole, we do this for like, uh, yo, we do this for hours. Like oh, we, mad. we finish homework and then just do this for like five, six. Yeah, hours, you can bro. really like get into that <laughs> once you start doing it. Like, it, yo, speaking of Madden, don't they have? Aren't they about to reveal the? Yeah, oh, the Madden some, like, cover with like baby goats. I was like, yeah, Haha. yeah. I was like, they got two goats on the cover, on the cover so they're like, yeah. Mahomes and Brady or something. I don't know. That's what Twitter's been saying, but um, Twitter's been in an uproar about Mahomes being a goat already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, there's there's both sides of the spectrum. 
um, of course, as there always is on Twitter. Yo, it, we we oversaturated the use of the word goat. Like the shit don't even oh, yeah. the same no more. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. today's yeah yeah the way yeah. we use that shit today. You could see like bring somebody, back the lion. Somebody uh, some <laughs> I'll be walking down the street. Somebody call me the goat, and I'd be like, bro, like what? <laughs> like, excuse me, greatest of what? <laughs> you, held, you, you held the door for somebody. Yo, bro, you the goat, oh, bro. You goat. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. You're going places. I feel like I have to do more yeah, to earn yeah, that. But anyway, uh, uh, Michael Jordan <laughs> scored thirty something, thirty two thousand points to become a goat. <laughs> word, I'm out here holding doors. I'm out here holding word. doors. Yo, bro, did y'all see baby goat? Uh, y'all see, um, homie, uh, Matt Nagy, coach. Oh, sorry, coach Matt Nagy today. <laughs> yeah, he bugged out. Yeah, bro. he was bugging, man. He was bugging. Bro, can we just like, can we just like, just dive right in? Cause yeah. it's like, yo, like. How you just come out and say, yeah, there's no shot that like Justin Fields starts week one, no matter what. Yeah, like, I just basically, I just feel like they like, like you don't need to say all that. Like the, that, same, the yeah. same, the same way that like, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Kyle Shanahan was like annoying as fuck. Like <laughs> during the draft, like oh, you know, we don't necessarily know who we're gonna pick at the number three yet, but we traded up. Da da da. It's like yo, just just shut up. <laughs> Yeah. Don't say too much. Just let it happen. Yep. Cause now I don't I don't know why you would want to put that type of energy in the air, like knowing like especially with all the good news that's been like coming out about Justin Fields, you're just gonna like silence all that and be like, yeah, yeah. Nah, screw that. But We're maybe that may- he's having a good camp and all that. But like, maybe it's a mind game, you know? That's the game. I was, you I play, was just about uh, to say though, like, under what context, like, do you not take that literally though? Just um, for him to like say that the way he did, like. He seemed confident in the interview. Like, we were watching it before we got on. Like, I just don't get, you know what I mean? Like, for him, like, what would lead us? I don't know what would lead me to believe that he wasn't serious. Yeah. I mean. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure he is. But at the same time, he he may sit Justin Fields for game one, game two. But Justin Fields is, is right behind Andy Dalton. And I'm sure he's eager to start Justin Fields. But he knows his job is on the line this season. And his, in his mind, he's like, all right, let's play the long game. You know, we're going to roll with the guy we just paid until the wheels burn out or fall off. And then Fields will take the, take the reins as soon as he's ready. I don't this think is- it's a matter of, like, determining right now. I think he's saying that uh, because he does want to reassure um, the situation in externally. But internally, I don't even think it matters so much because they're having individual conversations each day. As See, at that point, there's like, just too much politics going on. Like, yeah. that's what it is. Like, yeah, and that's the that's a, full of that. Like, and he's like, he, he knows like in his mind what his intentions are. It could be, he could start Justin Fields week one. He doesn't have to live by the statement. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like. To me, he's just saying, like, I mean, I definitely see where he's coming from, where he says Andy Dalton's played in the NFL for nine years. He's done good things. But, like, Andy Dalton, he doesn't strike me as the guy that Justin Fields should be sitting behind. I mean, sure, he can learn a thing or two, more than a thing or two. But, like, realistically, there's only going to be so much Andy Dalton's going to be showing to Justin Fields. And and that was was my problem with the interview because – he he kind of tried to he tried to explain it as the situation when he was coaching with the Chiefs saying that you know like it's the same situation as Patrick when they drafted Patrick Mahomes and he was sitting behind uh, Alex Smith for a year and it's like no Alex Smith was a baller the Chiefs were a good football team when that was happening and 
there was no question about his like really really about his playing ability it was just about like you know were we gonna pay him or not yeah you know what i mean and this is a situation where it's like you just picked up a guy who had an awful year with the you know one one of the most historic franchises in in football and he showed you nothing that should say that he should be the guy to start this season. <laughs> and you're basically just saying, yeah, he just based off pedigree because he's been in the league for nine years, we're going to start him. Yeah, I mean, especially considering, like, what they did to to get fields, like, as far as the draft goes, like how they jumped up and grabbed him um, in the middle of the, the first round. Um, but, again, like, I don't I don't know like again like I don't know as far as you know this being like a political thing right now um I don't know I can't imagine um Andy Dalton having an advantage thus far in his career over Justin Fields other than the fact that he has NFL experience um at the end of the day we have yet to see Justin Fields um take an NFL snap so that's the one thing we can say but that's not to say that he's not more talented Right, um, and I, I, you made a good point. Like we haven't seen Fields take the NFL snap, but like yeah. we have seen Andy Dalton, and it's like we can presume from what we've seen in Fields in college that like his project or what am I trying to say? His trajectory, yeah, is yeah. like and if he gets in now, I feel like he's gonna only. I mean, the growing pains of him being in now. I think will benefit him more yeah. than sitting behind. Andy and Dalton. you you look at um, the direction that the game is headed towards. I agree the, with that statement, uh, Devon. Yeah, sorry, the, um, you're good. Um, like the NFL quarterback. Like you look at you know if you have Andy Dalton, you have them side by side, and you know you're looking at their game, you're assessing their game. Like, and then you look at today. Like, all right, like what is the prototypical like NFL quarterback? You know, who's more of that of that quarterback we see today? Absolutely, Justin Fields. So it's like, all right, um, but I don't know. Like now that we talk about it more, again, I don't know if if this is something we can take quite literally as as far as what he said as you know, Fields being the number two guy and Andy Dalton is our quarterback. You know, he's going to be the starter. Um, Then another way to look at it is typically we've seen throughout the years. you know, teams, you know, have the quote unquote training wheels on the on the quarterback, the young quarterback. You know, he sits behind the starter and then we'll bring him out week four because we feel like it's ready. Um, but under the way I feel about that is like I don't get why you would just start the, the more talented guy, um, you know, from, from day one. So I don't know what the plans are, but um for me personally I, I think that as far as talent goes, um Fields is a better quarterback. And obviously like again the only thing that Fields, ha- the only thing that Dalton has on Fields is the the experience and maybe the speed of the NFL game. Um, maybe it'll take some time for that, but um, for me, I think Fields is a better quarterback. And I think from a coaching standpoint, you just have to go with the guy who who is the more talented guy or the guy who's doing better in training camp. So, so is anybody here buying it? I'll, is he, I'll, he's not. He's not going to start. He's going to. Stuff to say, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I think he's no. not gonna start. Uh, I, I really, I'm, I really think that they, like they're not gonna start him, yeah. and, and like it, it's really bad because like as a coach, as like as a coach and as a player, like I've always thought best eleven. That's how we're gonna win games. That's true. No matter yeah. what, I don't care. 
if the best 11 means I have to sit one guy this week because he's hurt or or sit one sit a guy who's played 11 years in the league and has been a all pro guy or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to start the senior I'm, I'm over the ta- the more talented freshman like politics it's politics. I'm going to yeah, I'm going to start the guy who the senior who who yeah. literally this is his first year he played yeah. over the freshman who we know is like yeah. the him. far better player. Yeah, the hands him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I think like overall you kind of looking at the political aspect of of the the business in the NFL. Um, but again, and then like, also in football in general, I would say, cause yeah. you know, you, there's always that, like that coach's kid thing where it's like, Oh, like the coach's kid will like, will play over people. Yeah, like, yeah. Things like that. Like, and then just goes like in the NFL and pop Warner and like high and school. And I'm sure uh, at some point throughout us playing football, like, you know, we felt like, Oh, like I'm better than this guy. I should be playing. You know what I mean? Like easily. How do you think Justin Fields is feeling after? Hearing this, you know that, and that's only the assumption. We, you know, we all agree that Fields. I'm is sure the, the he's better. like. I mean, because one thing I do remember Matt Nagy saying from that interview is like, oh, when Patrick Mahomes was sitting behind Alex Smith, like he kind of just stayed in his lane and like waited until like his opportunity came. And I feel like Justin Fields is gonna do the same thing because it's like, all right, if they're gonna like have me sit on the shelf, then like when they do put me in, I need to be ready. And like I feel like he'll grasp that approach as well. Yeah, and one last thing I have to say about that is like. I don't know from like from an organizational standpoint, like <laughs> you just have to wonder like, dude, does, does if, if, if Nagy really, really means if he's standing by what he says and he's standing firm on what he's saying, like you just have to wonder, does he really care about his job? Like he's already on the hot seat. So do you want to come out the gate and go with the guy? Let's say you start off like Oh, and five or whatever. A losing record, nuts. yo, yeah, devil, like, devil's advocate. That let's say they start off four and one, we still yeah, we don't like another, we don't know what the Packers are doing. Exactly. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, yeah. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is with Tom Brady, like doing a Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all we know yeah. right now. So, it, like, obviously, I don't think any one of us in this room like really sees Andy Dalton as that guy. But if there's chemistry there and they're moving and like perhaps yeah. they find a different type of rhythm with Dalton, say. You know, they, they are deciding that they're going to try and, like, utilize David Montgomery more, and they're going to, like, try and protect Andy Dalton, um, make him more of a game manager than he mm-hmm. already is, put him in some different yeah. positions. That's, like That's on the flip side of things, exactly. Yeah, that just adds another side. discussion we would have to <laughs> – Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a possibility, but at the end of the day, uh, we all know Justin Fields is waiting in the wings, and uh, as soon as, you know, he gets that start, um, you know, it's – it's gonna be crazy. The media's gonna be all over. There. It's up. As soon as he gets to start, it's up. Yeah. And you're gonna see the connection with him and Allen Robinson, and it's gonna go crazy. Don't worry, Justin. God has a plan for you. God, God has, has a plan for you, Justin. God has a plan. You know for you. that. Oh man. And speaking of quarterback battles, uh, let's take it to the San Francisco 49ers. Um, it's curtains. <laughs> See you later. Pull the plug. Yeah, Jimmy G. Uh, he, he should be a little worried. He should be a little worried. Um, Kyle Shanahan, uh, you know, had a press conference after OTAs. Um, I mean, he did say he definitely sees Jimmy G as the starter. But if Trey is ready to compete, I have no problem with it. I don't sit there and say, and this is a direct quote, hey, we're not playing a rookie quarterback. We have to rest him the first year. I don't really make any decisions like that until I actually have an opinion on it. 
and that'll take to how I see him in camp. If he comes in and he's playing at a high level and we think he gives us the best chance to win, we wouldn't hesitate to do that. Hey, Matt Nagy, take notes. Take uh-huh. notes. Because this is how you should approach the situation. It's not about sticking to the plan that you've had. It's about molding the plan as you go based on the evidence you're given on a day-to-day basis, bro. Like, the season is months away. But ultimately, you you have to critique I feel like one of the key things in coaching, honestly, is like knowing your personnel. Like, I feel like he doesn't know Matt Nagy. He doesn't know exactly what he has in Justin Fields. I mean, I'm sure he knows, but like for him to not be willing to put him in a position where, all right, Justin Fields could end up being our starter week one. Like what he like, what damage would that have done for him to say that rather than there's no way like. He was just so certain that he wouldn't be like starting. It's just like it just shows that fixed mindset that like won't necessarily work in an NFL that's constantly changing. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, one of the things I really like about you on a road today, Devon. Oh, yeah, for real, he made he made some, made some really good on, points, man. Right? I'm on here for yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know like that. <laughs> no, I'm playing, guys. We live, we live. But um, along with that, right? So one thing I like that Shanahan said. Um, he still doubled down and said, like, yo, Jimmy G is a very good player who's played at a high level. Um, and it's going to be really hard for any rookie quarterback to stand out that much, uh, given that Jimmy G has, you know, some experience playing pretty well when he's healthy. Uh, but with that being said, you know, he said Trey's really going to have to come up to be on it and come in and seriously push him. And so he not only reaffirms the fact that Jimmy G could be the starting guy, he does, he's not saying I'm sticking to it. He's saying, hey, right now, based on how it looks, hey, Jimmy G's the guy. But if Trey Lance wows me, if Trey Lance does things uh, up until that point, you know, when the season starts that, you know, make me feel confident in putting him in there, I'm not I'm not going to say no to that. Why would I Why would I hold him back? And, and so, and there's two months till the season. Exactly. So making any commitments about what you're going to do right now is just setting yourself up for failure, um, in my opinion. So Matt Nagy, I don't know. If you just you know throwing smoke out there to mess with the media, I hope so. I, I got I got a quick question for the room, right? We uh, preseason game one, Andy Dalton throws five picks. Is Justin Fields starting week one now, Matt? Uh, <laughs> Matt Nagy. You know? If they five leave picks, him in the position five, to throw five, five, you know they only yo, get a, they you, only get a half. I was about too. to say, you know they, they only, only get, get like a couple quarters, man. That would be a crying shame if he managed to throw five right, picks. No. That might be more impressive than throwing any amount of touchdowns. <laughs> Oh no, nah, honestly, in preseason like, for sure. In a half. Like what? First of all, they you know they're keeping it honest with the run game. It's preseason. Ain't nobody really airing it out. They want to see what they can do. Like, and that's what you show them? Five picks? There's no nah, way. Nah. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I, I love this uh I love the way the 49ers are going about this. You know, they not only traded up to get their guy, uh, but they feel they have two viable options at quarterback, but they're not afraid to pull the trigger and let the young guy come in and take that job if he happens to prove he can do it. Yeah. Um, this is an example that should be set for every team uh, in terms of how to handle a quarterback situation uh, because you're not – it's not about holding one guy back because of your plan. You, like, you have to adjust as the year goes on, and if you don't, uh, you end up being a perennial loser uh, in the NFL. So <laughs> A perennial yeah. loser. And it seemed like George Kittle had some kind words to say about uh, Trey Lance's play as well. Yeah, George Kittle uh, definitely gave him some props, and you know you're getting the uh, you know the credit from George Kittle on that offense. Word. You know his words are gonna go a long way, um, especially for Trey Lance's confidence in general. I mean, to hear that, 
uh, from a guy who's been the leading receiver on the Niners for like two two years running, um, you know, that's that's not something to take lightly uh, if you're Jimmy G. Yeah, let's sit on that, right? Let's sit on like that, that point of confidence. Like Kyle Shanahan, he he's neither he's neither like pumping one of these two guys up, nor is he breaking one down. Matt Nagy, like, I mean, I'm assuming Justin Fields is the ultimate competitor, so he's going to hear all of this talk and be like, I'm just going to go harder. But then it's like, yo, it, if he wasn't like that, you're basically just ru- like you're ruining confidence. Like, for what? Like, for the for the, for the the appeal of, like, to, to say that Andy Dalton and make him feel more secure, for what, man? Like, he's not going to be – he's not going to be the guy at the end of the day anyways. So. Yeah, and you're not fooling nobody. Um, so, uh, with that being the case, I mean, this is, uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for the 49ers. I like the direction they're headed in. Uh, we'll get into them, you know, in a lot of detail when we get into our offseason breakdowns, uh, a little bit later. Uh, but, uh, you know, going ahead, there were a lot of, I feel, I feel like you threw this in the chat earlier this week and I feel like we didn't necessarily talk about it in the chat too much. Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah! Oh yes! Oh yeah! Now we gotta get to that. What like? Mm. And mm. then and then you see the response from guys like Tyron Tyree Matthew Hill. and like. Uh yeah, Tyron Matthew, not Tyreek Hill. Uh, yeah, but Tyron Matthew. Yeah. He basically said that he would rather retire than to return to the Super Bowl contending Chiefs and play for Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Yeah, that's. I mean. There's a lot of ways. That's you can a you problem at, at that point. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, you can't base everything off what Tyron Matthew says. Like, oh, like all guys. Like, what did he say? Something about like um, he just he guys just said will find any reason to like, um, like to oh, blame, basically own yeah, up to, to their fucking. Yeah, stuff. he said guys will find any reason to basically blame others for their lack of success. Yeah, and like I mean. Honestly, he could have some truth to that, and like that could be part of the reason why Le'Veon feels how he feels. But also, Tyron Matthews is like a defensive player, and I feel like Le'Veon was like in Andy Reid's offense, and like he can really understand better why he would might say things like I, I wouldn't want to play for this coach. Personally, I think Andy Reid's like an offensive mastermind. So, I mean, it's tough. I'm a fan of Le'Veon Bell, so I hate to see it look like dang, maybe he's done for. But like. I don't know. Damn, Yo, maybe he's this, done for. <laughs> yeah, this dude, Devon, just went seven for seven. Whoa. He just went seven for seven on the opening drive Yo. and hit a 30-yard touchdown, <laughs> man. The hot hand, Yo, man. I see you. Like I said, my, my man came to talk today. For real, but um, it, it definitely speaks volumes. And, I mean, Le'Veon is not who he used to be. Um, I think when he went to the Chiefs, I was under the impression that he was taking whatever role he was given, and he's gonna and he's gonna fill that, and they're gonna go to a Super Bowl. That's the reward you get. You buy into the system, you know whatever role you have is your role. But we gonna get to the Super Bowl together, and he did that. You didn't win, you didn't come out on top, but you got to the Super Bowl, and that's more than you can say for what you ever did the rest <laughs> of your career. Word. And and so I think to come out hot like this. I mean, what coach is looking at you like, yeah, I want to add you to my roster. Come play for us. Yeah, like, because Andy Reid's a respected NFL coach. Like, yeah, like. It's players mean, and other coaches. Right. Not, not, to, not to mention you just pulled the same bullshit <laughs> with Mike Tomlin and with the yeah. Jets. 
So like, yeah, I love I love the player, the football player, but the diva mindset. I I I've never messed with that in any player, and like the the complaining shit. Like, no, make it happen. Do something with your carries because. There's other guys that are doing things with the same offensive line in front of them, making it happen. And it's not, this is like, there's no criticism towards, you know, Le'Veon's legacy as like a football player because he had great years as a running back and he did great things. But as of right now, you're not that player. So you can't, and that's not your role on this team. So you can't expect for teams to just conform to you basically because of your past success when they're already successful, when they already have a bunch, a well-oiled machine that's been to the Super Bowl the last two years yep. that will probably go to the Super Bowl <laughs> this year. Right. Yeah, that, that was that was perfect. Like, I don't have much to say about that because you literally was said what I was thinking. Um, again, as far as, like, specifically, you look at, like, the timeline of, like, from Le'Veon's career to – to now, to this, you know, this whole situation of him being on social media saying he wasn't happy with Andy Reid. Like, so Pittsburgh, played with Pittsburgh, and then he had the holdout, right? So he didn't end up, he didn't play a whole season with Pitt, with Pittsburgh. I don't know if y'all remember that, but yeah. he sat out an entire season because they didn't pay him or whatever the situation was. I think it's because they didn't pay him. And then he goes to the Jets, gets his money, obviously. Um, and then he didn't do, they, well, as a team, they didn't do anything in New York. Um, so you can probably, maybe that's where the frustration started. You know, you can only assume that just based off of whatever has transpired from now, from then to now. Um, and then you go, you end up in Kansas city somehow, um, on a Super Bowl contending team. You obviously don't get your ring, but I mean, you're playing with Patrick Mahomes, uh, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, like premier players in the league. Um, I mean, you would assume like you'd be, someone would be happy about, you know, their situation. And, you know, you go from New York to playing with uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Sean McCoy was happy about winning his ring. Word. So, right. I mean, I, I don't know. It kind of makes you wonder if this is more of like a, a personality type thing or is just speaking, is just, is this speaking to the type of teammate or, or guy, um, that Le'Veon is obviously I don't know who he is, so I can't really speak on mm-hmm. but that. But just based off of you know what we're seeing, the events that has unfolded up to now um, with him, and then Tyree Matthew calling him out on it. Um, so I mean, it's interesting when you look at it from that way, just given the timeline to you know how his career has panned out. Again, like Nap said, like you know Le'Veon Bell, the the player throughout his career is great. Like we all love Le'Veon Bell; it's a fun player to watch. Um, but then, you know, you're seeing, again, the, the politics um, and the media, that aspect of it, um, you, get, you really get to see kind of like, you know, who guys are um, when they come out and say things like this. The only like, the only positive thing that I could think about is like getting back to like Devon's earlier point about like him being on offense and like, you know, that's like a completely different animal. Like you make the impact on defense more often right. than not. Yeah. Obviously, like a coach can scheme things up to put you in those types of positions. But more often than not, you're like you're flying around right. on offense. It's either geared towards you or it's not. Right. And so the only thing that I could really think about is like he still thinks that he's that guy. And he believes in his abilities to be that type of rusher that he's like, I would never go back to the Chiefs. Yeah. And. <clears throat> 
to piggyback off that, I just think it's more of a thing where he might be thinking in his head, I need more carries to show y'all what I can do. And this isn't enough. Y'all giving me a dive and then an inside zone and then maybe a, a pass into the flats. That's not going to, that's not going to get me going. Right. If, if I'm coming in cold off the bench, you know what I mean? So I do get that aspect of it as an offensive player and the, the aspect that, yeah, it takes a guy either handing you the ball or throwing you the ball each play or the play being for you or not for you to be successful. Yeah. Um, but for the team to be successful, you know what I mean? You've got to accept your role in each play. Yeah. And if it means that this is a three-yard play and we need those three yards, go get the three yards. Don't try to make something happen and lose a yard. Yeah. Yeah. Like like we you know like to mention on the pod, like if we're playing devil's advocate, again, um, who knows, you know, I don't know, was Le'Veon traded or was he signed by the Chiefs? In any case, we don't know what, um, you know, before he got signed. I'm pretty sure he was, he was signed. signed. If he was yeah. signed, right? What those discussions were like with between him and Andy Reid specifically, if he's if he's talking about him, did Andy Reid promise him, all right, Le'Veon, like you know, you probably you had a rough, you know, couple of years, you know, since you left Pittsburgh, you know, it didn't work out for you in New York, so we're gonna get you back on track. Like we have an offense that is perfect for you. You would you would think, right? Kareem Hunt had success, um, Damian Williams maybe, I guess, um, but we don't know as far as before he signed there, was he? promised anything was he you know great point yo so what, what? to speak to your point sorry to cut you off shot now you're good um but Le'Veon, just looking at what he said on twitter so well, i'll read this you know straight from his twitter account um but this in particular uh speaks to what you were just saying i said what i said and i don't regret at all what i said for those who have a personal problem with me because of what i said that's fine you have your right just understand i also have my right for how i feel about my personal problem with dude because of what he said to me. And so I don't know what that conversation was, yeah. but alluding and, to your point. And just to continue, like as far as, you know, Tyron's re- reply to that, I know a lot of people were, were was a big fan of what Tyron said. You know, that Tyron's been to been in Kansas City for probably over three years, maybe. He's uh he's been an all pro, I believe. He's he's won a Super Bowl. So I mean he's having fun, you know what I mean? Like he's doing he's his thing cooling. on the field. <laughs> yeah, he's doing his thing on the field. Um he might have even gotten an extension from them over the years since he's he's gotten there. But um, the the narrative as far as, you know, Tyron responding and saying, you know, lack of success, like people will blame that. But at the end of the day, again, to play devil's advocate, we don't know, um, you know, what what discussions went on between Andy Reid, if, if that's even the case, if he was promised anything. Um, again, so I think, like, when you're looking at this, like, you know, Le'Veon, he's had a rough, you know, a rough... Uh, like three years. Yeah, three rough years. three years from the time he left Pittsburgh. So, I mean, I think it's easy for him to to be in this in this state where like, he's not happy, even though he is... Because individually, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's he, a football player. He wants to be able to display his, but, his skills. So. But could this also be, like, he hasn't been happy for years now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is this, you know, could this... Not saying is this like, like a breaking point where he's yeah. like, you know, like, 
F this, like I need I need the rock. Like like I'm not I haven't been in any time. I mean, of we know what Le'Veon can do. Yeah, well, like we, we, we know we know what he used to do. Yeah, what he could do. I remember yeah. I saw some like something on social media. It was like, man, that patient running style of Le'Veon Bell is just turned into like slow. Yeah. But I was I mean, like, I don't really completely buy that. I don't think he's lost everything that he's once able to display. To be, like, to be fair though, like when he went to New York, like we know they didn't have shit. Right. Right. They didn't but have then, a line. They didn't have, they don't have anything. That was his choice. But then, yeah, he was just trying I mean, to get a bag, and I understand yeah, that. that. And that's, you know. That's he, he, your that's, choice. That's the, that's the cost of signing that contract that's to any what, team And that's that what I'm saying. Offers and you money, yeah. Ty, Ty, like what Tyran's saying is he's been in the same situation. He's played on three different teams. But in his case, he's balled on all three teams he's played on. He's been an all-pro what player I was gonna say, on though, all three teams he's played on. So, yeah, but what I was going to say is, personally, I don't feel as if... So, all right, so just to backtrack a little bit. So, Pittsburgh did his thing, held out, got a bag in New York, right? So, New York, they weren't shit. They didn't have an O-line. They didn't have anything in that organization, right? Um, and then what I was going to say was that when he got to Kansas City, I personally don't feel as if he did got he his sit out a whole year, too? He's, he held yeah, out a whole yeah, year. He, yeah, he held, he held out. Early. He did not end up playing the yep. entire season. Yeah. Um, but fast forward to you know Kansas City, I personally don't feel I personally don't feel as if he got the opportunities to display who he still is or who he was. Um, but and there, even when and even when he when he did get get the rock get the ball, it wasn't anything that was like. That stuck out. So I mean, and you all you also have to think like the type of offense. There's too there, many chefs in the kitchen on a, that team. There's bro. a pass heavy team, like so. I understand, like I could if, we, if we're looking at it from that way, I can understand like why he would be frustrated. But um, at the end of the day, like, did he want to take that to the media and stir something up? Probably not. Probably not the best way to handle it. But you know, maybe who knows what went on between. Yeah. Like, so just alluding back to that, he he did say on Twitter he kept going on his rant. Um, that he did a he he was mad about the way he went about it on social media. Uh, he did say he was frustrated with that. He didn't think he shouldn't have got about it that way. So um, it seems like after he got some clarity, he realized he went about it the wrong way, Yo, dude, <laughs> which always to, happens. Dudes love to do that. <laughs> but yeah. but but real quick back to Tyran that we could keep it pushing. Um, he was on his team. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. like you started that like this was my team. I'm Tyrant Matthew. This was my team. You came on my team. I would expect I mean, not obviously everybody's grown men and they move however they move, but I would expect that you're gonna try and sell out and like like if anybody knows, it's probably him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so that response was a little telling for me. Yeah, that's real. That's real for sure. Um but Definitely be interesting. I mean, he's not Le'Veon's not signed yet. I mean, I don't I don't know how many teams are interested in signing him, uh, but we'll see what happens with him. It was an interesting uh story that came about though. Uh, you know, everyone looks at the Chiefs as kind of like that ideal franchise to be a part of now. Um everyone should go to the Chiefs, go win a Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl with Pat Mahomes. Uh but Le'Veon uh, has a little different view. Maybe it's cause of him, maybe it's cause of them. Uh but uh, we'll never know the kind of inside of those conversations. But um, continuing on, the guys who have had contract disputes, um, there are a lot of players uh, who, not a ton, but some notable guys who are not participating in their respective mini camps over presumptive contract issues. Uh, includes Pat's cornerback Stephon Gilmore, Xavier Howard, uh, Seahawks Jamal Adams, Cardinals Chandler Jones. 
a lot of these guys coming back from injury uh, outside of maybe Jamal Adams. I think he might have had some injuries. So, but, but um, what bad, Jamal. Yeah, what do you guys think of just uh, the holdouts going on right now? Guys want to get paid just now, but I'm interested to hear what Nap, Devon, and Jamal have to say as as far as being a Pats fan and hearing that um, Stephon Gilmore holding out. Like, where do you where's y'all where's y'all stance on that as far as him? He wants the he wants the another contract. He wants the big contract again, right? Don, you're not a Pats fan. No, he's. I already told y'all that. I've been, been trying to convince him to he's, be a pass fan. So he, he's 30, 31, 32 maybe, right? Or, um, Stephon Gilmore, is that old? He's in his 30s. Um, wow. He's also laboring a, a, torn, 30. a torn quad. Where where are y'all as far as like, do we, do, we need, do we need him? Do you feel like as far as his play, when you factor in, again, his age, um, him holding out, like, what are y'all thoughts? Like, schematically, do we do, we, do we want him? Do we want him on the on the Pats? Y'all know how I feel about Stephon Gilmore. He's a gimmick player for us. He's a guy that's good in our defense, and we interesting. He plays good. He plays good through the pieces that are around him that help him out. And those were his MVP years, were the pieces around him helping him out less than. His play, in my opinion. So you're saying, so you're saying, in my opinion. So, are you saying so you just said like he's a fraud. Opinion. And I'm not like, in my opinion, he's 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 his own guy, and and okay. he plays like he's a man guy. But it's only because schematically, what the Patriots do defensively is different than what every team does in the league. So he's able to do certain things and play certain ways that just plays to his strengths. Okay. And on top of that. I just don't think he I just I I don't see it like, you know, on a week by week basis with him. Like, you know what I mean? Some weeks we see great great up making plays, tackling, maybe a couple picks in a game. And then other games it's like, you know, we need you out here and our team's struggling defensively and you're supposed to be this guy that is our lockdown guy. Go lock down the best player on the other team for us. So do you want him back? Yes or I, no? I mean, I, I, I'd like to have him back, but I'm not about to throw a bag at this man. Yeah. Especially when you're 30, and that's usually one of those, you know, those ages at corners where you either it's still in the middle of your prime and balling or yeah. Before cliff. Before I move on to Devon, Devon's about to say something like, <laughs> like another thing, like no, again. I'm not even about to say nothing crazy because I'm just like, I mean, he's holding out of camp right now. He. He's still on under contract for this season, I'm, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, he just wants more yeah. money. He just wants more. So, more I mean, honestly, I don't see him holding out of all of this contract. I mean, he is nursing that injury, but in my opinion, it's just like the fact that he isn't practicing right now, OTAs or whatever, that doesn't strike me as, oh, are we about to lose Stephon Gilmore? Like, like it's we're still a little ways from the season, and like he's still recovering from a pretty serious injury at an age where it's like, all right, like, he definitely wants to not rush back from it. And I'm like, all right, if we can get him back for this season and he can show us something, then I'd be willing to, like, see if we can pay him. Like, cause but, he's not, but he's not showing up, though. Like, he's but like, this is I OTAs, want OTAs, bro. No, no, it's mandatory. He, he did not show up to a mandatory training. Nonetheless, my hurt. opinion, there's two, I mean, two months until the season, bro. Like, the thing oh. is, like, if you're like that, I mean, there's plenty of guys. I'm sure if not to compare – 
Stephon Gilmore like Deion Sanders, but if like Deion Sanders was like nursing a quad injury going into camp and he missed OTAs, like, I mean, whichever team he may have been playing on at the time wouldn't, if I was a fan of that team, I wouldn't be like, oh, like, is Deion not going to play this year? Like, the fact that he has this injury, like, I feel like that's kind of the reason. I mean, although he does want the money, that can kind of like be a contributing factor to why he might be holding out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you want to come play here, I mean, he's definitely better than a lot of corners in the NFL. Still. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 not going to say Stefan Gilmore is a gimmick player. I think he's done pretty well in his career. Um even if you're uh going back to a couple years, I mean, he's been dealing with injuries literally the last 2 years, uh but when he's healthy, um he can be a great player on a team and I think our scheme enhances what he does. It doesn't make him who he is. Um so I think uh, he's a great fit for what we do. I think he was doing well uh, in Buffalo, uh, which is why we ended up uh, being able to get him. You know, there was a reason that uh, he was, you know, touted as a guy that could possibly be, you know, somewhat of a game changer on your defense and your secondary, um, especially in that cornerback room when it's so hard to find reliable corners in a league where, um, you know, very few teams have, you know, guys that can go all game and, you know, perform at a very high level at that position. So I definitely understand that. But He's 30 years old, and I, I'm tough. I'm personally not I, – I don't think we need to uh, to re-sign him to a new contract. If he wants to hold out this year, go for it. You're 30 years old. Hopefully someone else gives you a new contract. But honestly, hey, man, show, show that you well, deserve it, a new what, contract. What, a trade would have to happen then. Well, you, you're saying if he sits out the entire year. I just don't see him sitting out the entire year. I would probably bet money on it. So um, that's how I mean. That's how I would take it. Because um, then he loses out on money. And he's a yeah, year, he's a year thing, older, I, and he hasn't showed that he can play a full season since 2019. Uh, the most interesting so aspect like, of this the, this situation for me is just like the the torn quad. Like it's hard to like make a case for yourself when you like you want to get paid, but it's like damn, like you're 30 and you're in the process of recovering from an injury. It's like, what are you gonna do? Like, are you gonna get paid? Like, you know what I mean? Like you're not healthy right now. So, yeah, I mean, hey, talk about betting on yourself, even when uh, the odds are uh, someone against you, in my opinion. But, um, you yeah, know, that, sound, that sounds a lot like uh, what's his name? <laughs> Melvin Gordon. Oh, he yeah. Bet on himself. Yeah. When he, he tried. He thought how he that, how that out. And it was like, nah, man, like, we're just not going to pay you. <laughs> and it's for good reason. <laughs> yeah, this is a conversation like, for another this is day. not an organization you do a holdout with. Word, word. Like they're we're not the ones to play We're with. not the team that's gonna pay you what you want. I, I, I can almost promise you that. A quick side note, like I never had anything against like Melvin Gordon. Like when he did that, I never felt the way or like, yo, bro, you're not like that. I never I don't remember at that point in time exactly, but I, I don't felt think like was, the league kind of disrespected him like at that point because they're like everybody must have just been like, yo, you're you're not like Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't like he never did up to that point. Leading up to that point, like, he never did anything to, like, lead me to believe, like, yo, go sit down, bro. Like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the, just another. That's but, another hey, that, that day but, could come for anyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. But um, looking at some other guys, you know, Jamal Adams is having uh, some trouble uh, with contract disputes. But uh, Pete Carroll says they expect Adams uh, for camp and everything will be fine. Um, and things have been ongoing and amicable throughout the contract conversation. So, I, you know, I do expect a deal to happen. They already traded a lot to get him um, over there, so it doesn't really make sense for them not to re-sign him. Uh, but, you know, I, I think they're 
hoping um, that he rounds out more uh, in coverage. Uh, he's an excellent in, in terms of uh, his ability to blitz um, and play a variety of positions on the field. But I think uh, they don't want to pay him that top tier safety safety money. If not nah, a better. Nah, I mean, something saw- funny I got to say about this. When I first read this, I was like amicable i was like i don't even know what that means bro i had to look it up so for our listeners that don't know what amicable means friendly friendly having a spirit of friendliness (laughs) without serious disagreement or rancor i think that's how you pronounce that but anyway (laughs) so right so i mean for jamal adams it's like he i think he's happy he's certainly happy in seattle i would say well i mean they better pay him because that defense was terrible last year like I mean, not I, mean so, I mean, he's more – I feel like he'd be more happy in Seattle than he was in New York. So, I feel like for him, well, it's just like he's willing to, like, work with them because he, he's already feeling like he's in a better situation than he was in New York. I mean – Brother. What? <laughs> he got drafted to New York. So, it's like, you know, he kind of – you know, and then he goes here. So, it's like if he le- – if they don't – he can choose where he wants to that's, go. That's, so, granted, he might like it there. But he might love it somewhere else. So that's it's valid, like you better lock down one of the best safeties that's in the league saying. before like, he before somebody gives him the best the yeah. best speech of his life, best pitch of his life on why they should come to their team. Yeah, I just remember like at, at one early in the season last year, like the Seahawks were on pace to be like one of the worst defenses like ever. Yeah. Um. So I think like you have a generational talent in Jamal Adams, a safety who plays like a, a linebacker, a guy who comes down into the box. Like you can do a lot of things with turnovers. You can do a lot thing of things with like and Madden you, he hits you and you fumbling all the time. Forget so about like, it. That's a game changer right there. So you factor that in with them being terrible on defense last year. Uh, I think it makes sense to to bring them back. But I'm not too worried about that situation as much as yeah. I don't think uh, yeah. I think that's the gonna they're they're gonna end up getting paid. Um, and then uh, Xavier Howard uh, is actually the second highest paid corner on the team behind Byron Jones. Um, and if you forgot about Byron Jones, he was the corner on the Cowboys a couple of years ago. Um, a lot of people just don't remember that like he was like one of the top guys in the league. Yeah, I remember yeah. him because he had like a, a 90 overall in Madden. Yeah, I, I think I don't know if <laughs> no we cap. might have talked about it like before. Skills the credibility of our podcast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. Madden's real. We might we might, we might have real. talked about it like either on the pod or off the pod, but like it just makes you think like how much of like turned that defense is if if Byron Jones is their number two corner. Like yeah. he he came from I think the Cowboys, right? Yeah. And I mean they balled out this past season. Um, and that's definitely like the strong point of their defense. Um, so I mean, the pressure's on, <laughs> the pressure's on Miami to to figure out the cap situation and pay Xavier Howard because, I mean, it's a good problem to have, I guess. If you know, yeah, if, I mean, they got a quarterback on a rookie contract. I'm sure they'll be able to work it out. Yeah, they'll figure it you out. Know, you ain't throwing hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, I mean, he, he, us, so. he also threw four picks today. And, uh, how much? How much do you read into that? What? How much do you read into four picks? On a rainy day, in OTAs. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, shit. Four picks is four picks in a in an NFL. But nah, 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 nah. We're not doing when, that. When it start raining, <laughs> when, when it's not Jameis, it's four picks is four picks in the NFL, right? <laughs> right. 
right? You got my man. And when it's, when it's not, right, when it's not, when it's not Jameis in the regular season, but when it's when it's Tua, second year quarterback in OTA, in, in a rainy practice, in a rainy practice, with now no, it's four with, picks, with, four with picks. no pads. Is, is is this not something to speculate over though? Like. I mean, you could speculate, but at the end of the day, this those was, four thrown picks in practice are probably four, a learning experience. Do you know how many times nah, four but, picks are thrown in nah, practice? Nah, but honestly, I wasn't. The rug? But y'all, but y'all are talking crazy. I mean, like I was about to go there. That I'm just. That's the that's the content for today that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Why? Why do you want to talk about it? Word. Right. Why do you want to talk say, about it? But I was gonna say, I don't know if y'all remember when Jimmy G threw like what six nickels in a in a in a season in a in off a season pr- practice, practice or whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they went on to play in the Super Bowl that year. So. Okay. Before so, before y'all, you feel me? Like uh, like I said, <laughs> we let the dogs that's, that's, soon. That's, that's not the road you was going down. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not the, that's not the road. I, re- I respect the recovery on that, but but nah. <laughs> <I'm> weak, <bro. laughs> nah, man. But um, some other notable know. news uh coming out of the OTAs. There's not too much to get to uh, as we end the pod, but. Uh, I saw it's this quote. Right now. I saw this yeah. quote. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Brandon Brooks, he was one of the top guards in the league, signed a big contract towards Achilles. Um, and he had this quote uh, after OTA. He said, I think the biggest thing that everybody's forgetting is I've torn my Achilles before, and when I came back, I was the best, period. So with that being said, what tells you it will be any different this time? And I just think that's big dog shit. You come I mean, in, especially as an old lineman, like, Nah, that's big dog shit. <laughs> you about uh, to come out here and torch y'all asses. That's, that's definitely dog status, but but bruh. The second two, time. The second time. Come on now. I know. You, I know, I I love, know. you gotta walk the I walk. I mean, he's he's, he's talking that talk though. But I, you know, it's a guard. It's not like he's playing. Yeah, like, I mean, but I ain't gonna speculate. But you know, he literally has all the weight going on his injury that's true. each play. Yeah, that's true. That's a big injury. I love it, man. I love it. He's yeah, saying, I love the energy. He said I was the best. Yeah, no, no, no. he said I came yeah. back yeah, after word. the injury and I was, the, I was best. the best. So don't expect otherwise. There's evidence I can hey, do man, this. You need that one dude on your team to get everybody going, bro. They need that, especially in their division. That's a young team. Like if you get if you get guys with that type of attitude, that like you know that chip on their shoulder type attitude, and like you like clearly they have ballers like all around. They got they just picked up Devontae. They they have Jalen Hurts. You know, developing like. If you get that mentality going, and, and what a better place to start than your O line? Yeah, <laughs> like, for real. So that's the OG right there. Mentality they can all take on. But um, you know that's everything we got for y'all this week uh, for the Zone Talk podcast. Uh, follow us on all of our socials on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Zone Talk Podcast, and stay tuned next week for a new episode. I'll catch y'all later. Zone Talk, Peace. Zone Talk, Zone Talk. <laughs> Type of make a move and don't nobody know You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl All I need is any with a little bit of dope Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go, yeah Never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro We can do it faster, we can do it slow Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door I know what your spot's like, I've been there before yeah. I left my main hoe, now my son my main hoe Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know Before my plane clothes, get the bag and race home Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Rich or poor, I'm still gonna live by the same code. Off the throne, it's hard to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey. Quarter on the beat, I told him go off. I ain't never been the type to show off. 
Nah, I ain't never pressed or make me go off. Man. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. It's still my bike crib from north up to prospect. Kill these niggas, bite me hard. I feel like holy feel these niggas flex. Too hard to care about hoes for real. Yeah, top speed, OD, low key on me. Top speed, OD, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only tryna blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dice just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed.